yeah. A lot of these niggas wanna hit it with Megan He heard that I work it out, roll it like a Jamaican He call my phone when I'm on the road See if I'm alone, then I go up in the bathroom And give him what he wants Taking pics, rubbing on my tits He think I'm the shit Picture me in your bed, rubbing all on your dick Put that arch in my back, let you attack it He like it when I make it jiggle, so I let him smack When you win it from behind I'm looking at your face in the mirror, you be lying If you tell me this ain't mine How you lick it up and die, must be trying to make it shine Like a slip and slide ride with my flow, your dick getting still, watching my videos, recorded on my phone, then put it in slow-mo, I'm a real deal, no faking, no porn, no, bitch, settle down, hold this money in your prisons, he gon' act a fool when you see me in Sheesh, hey, uh, that verse right there, mommy or somebody, with a letter T named Trina, but we'll get in that later, it's the fourth show, the Real Deal with the Kill podcast, recorded at ESPN Radio Studios in Houston, Texas. See, there's a difference between a, fo- a followers, the followers and following. See, me, I only got close to like 4,000 followers, but I don't have no following. But somebody like my next guest that's on this show grew like 50,000 followers like halfway through 2017. <laughs> was that 30,000? Now it's like at 87,000. Yeah. But that's a following. See, when you start getting fake pages, you get fan pages, that's when you know you made it. That's when you know... You at the top of the game. People say, yeah, follows on Instagram don't matter. Man, bullshit. Bullshit. When you make it and you got fans, you got haters, you're going to make it to the top. And I'm talking about Megan Thee Stallion. So when you, this, this verse right here, Megan, is it like, was you inspired by Trina and who was your inspiration when coming into the rap game? Um, well... Writing this verse, what was my inspiration? Or? Well, like being as a rapper, because that verse, like I said, that verse is a kind of reminds me of a Trina almost. Mm-hmm. So, is that like an inspiration you had in your? Well, when I was coming up, uh, I really didn't have any female artists that I was just like, oh, I want to be like her when I grow up. No, like uh, my mom was a rapper, and oh, yeah. yeah, she really put me on like the Biggies and the UGK and stuff like that. So, like my inspiration really came from like my mom and like, Pimp C and stuff like that. Pimp C. I heard you yeah. on the other um, interview you did and you were talking about Pimp C. And yeah. it, threw, it threw me off. I was like, really? I, think, <laughs> I was thinking more like, you know, Trent, something like a female rapper that oh, inspires uh-uh. you. Because when you hear people influence you like a female, they mm-hmm. get mostly influenced by the people that came in yeah. the game. But when you said Pimp C, I was like, dang, she said Pimp C. So yeah. that's probably, that's in your mind the, the, the best Houston rapper ever. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> He's awesome. I love Pimpsey. Yeah, Pimpsey's mm-hmm. not bad. But then, where did these followers come from out of nowhere? Like, when did it start happening when you start seeing all these followers just come at, like, an overload on social media? After I did the Houston Cypher verse, that's when I pretty much saw that, you know, the following was getting bigger and bigger. Like, once people start sharing it more, and it was just, like, everywhere all over the place. And then I dropped uh, the Fantasy Pool Party video. And then it kind of, yeah, it kind of shot up after that too. And then the, just the more and more like po- pictures I post and the more photo shoots I do, like I see a lot of people reposting yeah. them, and that's where all the followers come from. And it's crazy because like the I be going out to like kickbacks or like these, mm-hmm. and they're playing your songs. Really? They play like literally. I was at a kickback three days ago, and it and the song I forgot what song it was. It wasn't a new one. It was one of your old songs that you did that you had, and it was over like a freestyle bass. Yeah, like, no, they they same. We the same age. They playing the song like they are yeah. exciting. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. So I'm imagining once you get that mega hit, 
mm-hmm. that hits the club. Because you already got the the followers already show that you already got the appeal, mm-hmm. the following. So now you get that club hit, that mega club hit that you that you pushing for. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, all right, it's gonna take off now. Yeah. So it's like ah, that's 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 you almost there basically in your head. How so? How how inspired do you? How do you stay inspired each and every day? Well, so I I try to write at least like two or three songs uh, every day, mm-hmm. and the more and more I write, like I just try to keep outdoing myself, and yep. that really keeps me going. Like okay, how harder? Like how much more hard can you come than the last time you wrote a song? Or like just. Just being me, like I, when I'm writing, I will probably be looking in the mirror, like, yeah. Yo, making you gotta look like this when you're saying it. Like, yeah. what do you look good doing? Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, I guess I just pretty much motivate myself when I'm trying to outdo me. So you born and raised in Houston? Yeah. What side? What side? Of, uh, uh, the South Side, South Park. South. Are oh, you from South? Yeah. It's crazy. We you try to guess that too. Everybody like, man, what town she on? Because you yeah. got that, that type of flavor. It's like, ah, South, he South Park too. So the producer yeah. was right. <laughs> so then. I know you get this a lot of time. We were talking about Trina earlier. Mm-hmm. How often do you get that comparison? Or if you do get that comparison? When I first came out, when people first heard the, the Cypherverse, uh, they were like, oh, she reminds me of a Trina. Uh, I'm guessing because how raw it is, like mm-hmm. how I'm coming off and probably my voice. Uh, but once people start listening to my other stuff, I don't really get the comparison like yeah. that anymore. Like once once people start really listening to the SoundCloud, I don't really hear too much of Trina anymore. Yeah, you start to get you so you still have a side of you, got the dirty version of you, like for the women, mm-hmm. but then you got like the real side of you. Right. Because that's a lot of things probably people want to hear, like, okay, we know she can give us that mm-hmm. the sexiness of, of her uh, the appeal, but mm-hmm. then can she give us like stories and like yeah. the backstory of who she is and who who are you? Who is Megan Thee Stallion really? Well, Megan Thee Stallion is off top, you know, a rapper, but I'm also a student. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been on the dance team, like, all my life. Uh, what school? I went to Thomas Middle School, and then I went to uh, Pearland High School, Pearland. and then I went to PV, and I was a Panther doll at PV, and then now I go to TSU. See, I could boo you. I could say, <laughs> I could boo you, I go to TSU. I go there you, now, though. Okay, yeah. nice. So you switched over to the good side. Okay. Oh, nice wow. <laughs> you switched over to the good side, because you're in yeah. a room full of TSU. You got two alumni in front of you. Okay. And now I'm still a student. <laughs> so, you're in a room full of Tigers, but now, nah, um, so I was talking to Junior Martin. You know what Junior Martin is? Like, I've like, heard of him. Yeah. Okay, so basically, he owns Mercy Prospect and all. Mm-hmm. We was talking about a conversation with him last uh, two episodes ago, and we were talking about the culture and the music of Houston. Mm-hmm. A lot of people tend to leave Houston to become big. So you look at Travis Scott had to leave to become big. Beyonce, you could probably say that for her too as well. Yeah, going to the East with Jay Z. Do you think? How do you feel about that when people rappers have to leave Houston because they're not pushing them? And they go to like L.A., New York, Miami. I feel like um, it's really about what lane you want to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to just be the the typical Houston style artist, I mean, this is a good place to, to be. You know, Houston yeah. is so big and it's thriving. Like you could go platinum in Houston, like because there's so many people here. Mm-hmm. But if you want to take, you think so? Platinum. You could like if a million people buy your stuff in Houston, yeah. like you're you know you'll you'll go platinum. Yeah. But um, like I feel like people like Travis Scott and them, they didn't they they're not the typical Houston sounding artist. So yeah. naturally, you will expand and you will go to other places because everybody is buying your music. Like you have such a big fan base, mm-hmm. and you don't want to only appeal to your city. Like you want to appeal to everybody. So you got to yeah. branch out. You think to your grow. style right now that you have, you can stay in Houston and grow and become. I believe that I could grow, you know, 
everywhere, like internationally, you know, because yeah. I have a lot of people who buy my music in like Russia and like uh, Brazil. Like when I look at my numbers and stuff that I be doing and I can see where the people are from. Yeah. Like I know that I could be, you know, I guess international. They wrap your cipher yeah. in Russian language. Pro- probably. <laughs> I'm like, how they know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I said, it's the, it's, like I said, it's the, it's the appeal because you got the men followers and you got the women that's, that mm-hmm. likes your songs and then you have a, a family. I think I seen on Instagram last week. I think it was last week. You had like, you did like a vote. And you was like, you had like the fans, like what was, what was that about? Like the sty- I think it was like Steins and the, the what was it called? So um, basically somebody had hit me up on Twitter and was like, you should give your uh, fan base a name. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to just let everybody pretty much pick what they want to be called. Yeah. And it was like out of the stallions and the hotties. Hottie, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. And it, it came out to be the stallions. No, it came out to be the hotties. Really? Everybody cannot be a stallion. Then what would I be? That's true. All right. Name like this. Well, I, I, I'm corny. I can't say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing. But now, nah, do you think right now? <laughs> do you think female rappers dying out? Because we look at you know Remy Ma, Nicki. They really like the top two. I was gonna say Young Ma, but one song is she died out so fast. Do you think it's dying out as far as the female rap game? No, uh, I really think it's thriving right now. There's so many female artists that are coming up right now. Mm. Like, not a lot of them are getting shine, but it's so many female rappers that are coming up that are, like, in our age group. Yeah. And I guess everybody's just pretty much waiting to get that that shot, like, for to be seen. You but think it's, it's a easy lot of right us. now? In, your, in, this, in the city of Houston? You think it's easy for, like, a female to just, like, easily just come up since it's, like, really not a lot of, like, female rappers in this city? I think I think it's it's well since it's not a lot coming up out of the city, then it should be pretty easy for somebody to pop, you know? Because it's I mean it's I think it's easy for a female artist to pop anywhere Mm because if you got it, you got it. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, ladies, ladies look good. You know, everybody want to see that. So I mean, it's all about I guess the work work ethic. So did you ever think about that at one point? Like any time, like this year or last year, was like, man, I'm a rapper in Houston. I'm a female. Like, there's nobody doing this. Why not me? Mm, I guess I didn't really think about it like that. But I mean, when you put it like that, yeah, why not me? Yeah. But I mean, I just like music. I like. I've, I've been around it all my life. I love doing it. I rap every single day. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm having fun doing it. And just being from Houston is a plus. Like Houston is just yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, it'd be weird to me sometimes. Cause I feel like cause we a top five city. We're number three or four, I think. And it's like. A lot of people right now, especially in female rap, is not getting pushed that hard. Especially, I feel like it's oversaturated. That's just me personally, as far as like athletes, rappers, mm-hmm. everybody want to do the same thing. Yeah. But like as far as female rap, you actually pushing that agenda. You know, they ain't gonna. You got the looks for it. You mm-hmm. ain't going nowhere else. You are gonna be a rapper. You want to stay being a rapper because you see a lot of girls do other things mm-hmm. in life. But you saying I'm gonna just stick to what I want to do, stay in school. Yeah. And become a rapper. I know I want to do music. I love music. I know I want to get my degree. I'm going to get my degree. So yeah. I had a plan, and I'm following and you're through with to it. it. Yeah. Point A to point B. That's good. And your management team. How how much of an impact do they have on you each and every day? Well, I talk to both of my managers almost. Every, well, I talk to one of my managers every day. <laughs> but I talk to my managers like Which manager I talk to every day. T two. <laughs> Which one is every day I talk to her, but I talk to my other manager at least every other day, and I don't really do anything without asking their opinion because I really value it. Like, they know what they're talking about, so you know, they're my go to. Talk to him for the past few days, he has a lot of knowledge. Yeah, I can see you have them on your your side at all Mm -hmm. times. I'll probably get to know probably later on, but maybe. But talking to him, he's a pretty cool guy. But new song coming out, pull up late, and we got the song we could play. I hope he has it ready. 
He do got it ready. Faith in him. New song, Pull Up Late. Just talk about that song. And because, you know, a lot of people, you heard, you heard freestyles of you. Mm-hmm. So now this is your first song you're putting out on iTunes on the original mm-hmm. beat. So yeah. just talk about that song. So basically it's a kind of a continuation from the cypher. Mm-hmm. Like people liked it so much. I was like, um, me and my management team were yeah. like, uh, you know, we should do a song, you know, sample you. From the cipher, you know, everybody will basically already know the words. They'll it'll be easily like easy to sing along to. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we got uh, MCV to make the beat, mm-hmm. and it came out really live. And you know, I just did my thing on it, and it came out really good. So you can, I'm gonna let you introduce the song to it. Okay, this is "Pull Up Late" by me, Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> Looking, you a money making pro. Ain't no rookie 
new song Pull Up Late came out, Megan Thee Stallion. So the EP's dropping. Just yes. talk more about the EP. So I'm really excited for the EP to come out. Um, everybody's been damn near ready to fight me for it. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's a it's a side that nobody has really seen yet. It's over like all original beats. And I mean, I have just a variety of songs, like different different moods, and you know, whatever. It, it's just, I don't know. It's just gonna be really good. Like it's not the usual Megan Thee Stallion. So let's talk more about like how many. Well, you ain't get deep deep into details, yeah. but it's like how many. Because it has to be a surprise. Exactly. Yeah. So you talk about how many songs on it on the EP? Mm, probably gonna be about seven. Seven songs. Mm-hmm. Not bad at all. And um, on the EP now, because you know the SoundCloud was number freestyles and. You know, mm-hmm. just, verses. just verses. Yeah. So now you're gonna get these like are complete st- songs. Complete songs. Yeah. And who helped you uh, produce uh, with the EP? Who helped you with it? Uh, my producer is MCV, and he's awesome. And uh, I was recording over at Bach Studios, mm-hmm. and they're really awesome over there too. So we really got some work in on this EP. All right. Any, any more? Any questions from uh, my producer Rob? Anything? About to wrap it up. Any any last words that you want to give out since the interview about to be wrapped up? I'm gonna give a shout out to TSU. There you go. <laughs> there you go. What are you about right there? And I'm gonna give a shout out to South Park because I think I offended somebody in the room <laughs> that I didn't do that. You know, all the coolest grandmas are from South Park. Oh, so yeah. you know, the best and, people come from that side of town. And, and New Orleans. And, and, and New, New Orleans. Orleans. And New Orleans. Ninth Ward. You know. Can't forget about. I got <laughs> exactly. So we can't, you know. Well, I mean, I do have a question. Like, did you already ask her? Like, who influenced her to rap instead of like rappers already in the game? Like, who influenced your music style? Well, you can ask it. I didn't ask. You can ask well, you know, like I said earlier, my mom was a rapper, so. Um, I wouldn't even probably had the thought in my head to rap if it wasn't for her. But I used to watch her like writing all the time and listening to her like going over different beats. And she was way hard. Like she was hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? She was kind of like a gangster rapper. But um, so when I would watch her rap, I would think of like, how can I do this my way? Like, how can because I'm a little softer than her. So I was like, how could we make it Megan style? So I'll be like taking all her instrumentals like her because back then, like, you just couldn't get on YouTube and pull up instrumentals so they had like CDs and they had everybody instrumentals on them so I would like steal her CDs and like have them in my room and she'll be looking for them and I'll just be in there writing and she don't even know mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. yeah so when I when I started rapping it was kind of a I don't think she took me seriously when I first told her I wanted to be a rapper so I had like went off and I had um I had went to the studio with one of my guy friends and I came home with like two songs recorded and she was like okay you really want to be a rapper? Okay, we can do this. And so, how old was you when you started? Um, like out right in public, I was probably like eighteen, but okay. I had been writing for a long time, oh, but so I just didn't tell anybody. Oh, I so I actually, man, we, me and man was talking on the phone this week, and uh, mm-hmm. I asked him a question. I said, "You, you think you know?" She said, "She rap. You know, <laughs> we got we got producer right here. We got YouTube. We got instrumentals." I was thinking, you know, you could probably yeah. drop a few bars. It you want to work. <laughs> we don't. We, y'all guys don't have headphones. It won't work. Not with this equipment right here. It won't work. In the other studio, when I get y'all in the big studio, well, we ain't got burning up. Huh? Since we, we ain't burning up, we can go in the free in the uh, other room. Well, it's it, your it, freestyle. It won't, I mean, it won't matter. Flat activity. Anyway, my question is this. My question is this. When people ask, when you are you more of a freestyler, like straight up, or are you more like a writer when you 
you make your songs? Like the songs you made in the past? Well, the songs I've made in the past, I probably um, had already had an idea of maybe what I want to talk about. Because everywhere mm-hmm. I go, I'm pretty much writing. Yeah. So when I hear a beat, I'm like, oh, you know what? That'll sound good over this. Mm-hmm. Or just even, even like if it's a brand new beat, it probably would... would I think what would it bring out of me? So then I'll yeah. just start writing like, okay, this word sounds awesome, so I'm gonna yeah. like play off this word, and then the song just comes out. How long there. took you to make this uh, the new song? Pull up late. The beat was so awesome. Like the beat was just easy to write to. So I mean, it was just flowing out. It probably took me like maybe four or five days to write it, just to make sure it was perfect. Oh wow! Yeah. That's quick. So yo, when you talk about your mom rapping when she was rapping, what was her style of rap? Was there any like similarities when y'all? No, she like was she like, was gangster. Like mama in the room. Mama in, yeah. mama in the room. Ain't the mom, boy. Yeah. That's the manager. That's God. Oh, I mean, they look alike. alike. Jesus they Christ, look alike. I'm just saying though, they look alike. They kind of favor each other. Yeah, they kind of. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm yeah. twins with my dad. Hey man. Hey. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, I wanted to ask you, what's your major? Uh, health administration. Oh, so you on the other side. I thought it was like entertainment and recording industry. No, uh, I had a class. Uh, what was it called? It was a communications class. It was like um, interpersonal communication. That's what it was. So I was in that building a lot. Okay. And I went to a few of the seminars that they had. Like It was like commun- Calm Week or whatever they oh, called yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I went I went to some of y'all's uh, like big meetings that they had. And I just, I mean, it was cool. If I, I'm not interested in doing having that degree but i mean everybody in that department is super cool and it's really interesting and i feel like y'all help each other a lot over there like everybody knew each other i mean when you see each other pretty much every day yeah like you gotta help i could tell everybody was tight and i was the only one in the room like okay <laughs> that's i'm at this fool right here mlk same building yeah so i mean that's that's i mean that's how it is you met matthew no mr uh nose too no i haven't met uh mr nose yeah Bitches money making Megan better known as the stallion Hanging around your daddy nigga just like a damn a daddy Everybody so on point so I be dressing like I'm sleeping Bitches get offended, can't handle all this pimping Young Tina Snow, hard on the hoe You can get down with this money or get down on the floor Ay, he thought I was a singer, I told him I'm a swagger I ain't no R&B, bitch, nigga come and lick the rapper song like a stallion this song right here what was the uh just talk more about this song the style like a stallion uh so basically uh this is like the first single that i ever came out with to like an original beat and i mean this is when i first start like kind of popping on instagram too so i really wanted a song that was like about me like my name Mm-hmm. Uh, just to get it, you know, a little bit more popular and, you know, have it just in people's mouth a little bit more. And, I re- like, I really like the song uh, Pony by Genuine. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I wonder if we can get somebody to make a beat that's, like, 
similar to that song but make it like for me like make it sexy like make it like kind of easy for a rapper to get over so that's how that came about and i wrote this song in probably like two days because i was like on it every single day like i have to get this song done it has to be amazing and it was it was really easy to write and then we got out there i had to make up a dance for it my manager was like megan you have to do some choreography you need to get this done asap i don't know how many times i'm gonna have to tell you but so i got one of my panther doll friends uh, and we went out there and we shot it and we came out with this and it's pretty live. I really like it. Yeah, you know that's part. Of, I think that's one of the keys too for female artists, rapping R and B. One of the main things is that choreography. Like to yeah. dance, you could dance and rap. I don't think it ever happened since like Missy Elliott. It's been a long yeah. time. You don't see, yeah. you know, Nikki's just dancing. You know, then you see Remy. They don't really dance like that. You got like you got choreography, yeah. dancing skills. You been on the dance team. Add that with rap. It's like it gets like another a boost. whole another level. Yeah. You know, so it's like. So we talk about off the, off the air about the writing and the EP. Did you write every single yes, verse? I write all of my own stuff. I'm original. I don't have no ghostwriters. You know, it's be all clear me. In this day and age, yeah, so. it's all Megan. I don't need no help with writing. It's just me. Yeah. So it was rumors that uh you know you that young and May they thought you was the ghostwriter. Oh yeah. So young and May when you seen that, what was your reaction? I was like, wow, like people really be reaching like that's crazy that somebody would just make that up. But I, I mean, I was flattered that because Young and May is she can really rap. Yep. So for somebody to think that I wrote something for her, I was like, well, shit, they must really think I'm cold. Like you must you have to feel good off that. Yeah, it's like, yo, <laughs> you th- they think you the ghostwriter to right. somebody that just dropped one of the biggest songs in like 2016. Yeah. You know, you was probably like, God. That's crazy. You, you you know, you just doing this in Houston. Do you plan on like expanding expanding yes. to like all right, let's say LA or New York? Are you fear of like well you probably wouldn't even care, but would you be fearful of saying like that's just another artist leaving Houston to, to blow up somewhere else? I don't think people would uh think that because I rep Houston to the fullest. Like no matter where I go, I'm mm-hmm. forever gonna be from Houston. So I think that'll just make us look better you know we got another artist coming out just amazing and she's all over the place but she's still claiming home so yeah yeah, i don't think anybody be mad about that i mean that's true because you know i say like see like a lot of people that move to leave houston but it's good i feel like it's because of the top it starts at the top like the the traffic is so high everybody's trying to rap the same and do the same thing and it's houston it's like it's ridiculous how People is trying to do the same thing, and then you got to leave. Like, like I said, I'm not mad at Travis Scott for doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you did it, hey, all praise to you. <laughs> I still listen to the music. Like I said, I've been listening to music for like the past year and a half. And I've been telling people, I said, man, look, you got to listen to her. Don't sleep on her. Like, man, dog, you, I ain't trying to listen to her. Like, so. I don't think it's the fact of just leaving Houston, but like, Nothing in life is constant except for change. So if you want to grow and you want to change, you can't stay in the same area or doing the same thing for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, expanding will only be the natural thing. A change will only be the, the natural thing to do. Yeah. yeah. And the EP, we talked about it again. When is when is the exact release date or is still like to be determined? Uh, it is to be determined. Uh, I really want everybody on my social media, like Twitter and Instagram, at uh, the stallion with two E's to get me to 100K uh, followers. And then, so that's what you know, I'm I probably going to go ahead and drop that EP for everybody. So that's what we're doing. You're playing yeah. games with the people. You're playing <laughs> games with the folks. Hey, man, hey, yeah. when I get 12 more thousand followers, that's when I'm going to drop that's the EP. That's when I'm going to drop the EP. Give me to 100K. 
and I will drop the EP. Now, since we on since we talking about Instagram, I know your Instagram is full of DMs, men, women, shoot, <laughs> probably transgenders in this day and age. Hey, Who man. knows? <laughs> hey, this is everything. You know, I, do, do you get by? Do y'all turn your notifications off? Um. Well. For whatever reason, I don't really think my notifications are on for my DMs because I'll get on, like, my phone, like, right now won't show me that I have any notifications from Instagram. But if I pull it up right now, it'll be like, you got this many likes and 50 DMs and blah, blah, blah. But, um. Because it crashed. <laughs> probably did. They had to crash. Probably not. I probably have to turn them on, but I'm not going to turn them on because I don't want to, I don't want my phone to be buzzing. Yeah. That much. So, yeah, I do get, um, some pretty, pretty interesting DMs. Yeah. Pretty funny. And outside of like the people that that has the love for you, you know, men and women, mm-hmm. I know it comes with hate and jealousy. Do you see that a lot when you around? Like even in person, do you feel like sometimes you got to tighten up your circle or move a certain way now that you finna hit that next level? Well, I don't have a, a huge circle, anyways. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't really. I'm not really out and about that much either, anyway. Yeah. So, but when I am out. I don't really come across a lot of hate. It's yeah. a lot of I, I I get a lot of love, so I hope it stays that way. But even when I do see just some little stuff on the internet, like mm-hmm. I mean, it's so much love outweighing that that it's not even a need to address it or worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like why dwell on the negativity? Yeah, when you got so much positive stuff going on. And it's crazy because I throughout this week, when uh, I tell my friends I'm having all like my homegirls and everything, I say they ask me who you got on the show this week, pull them up. Oh my God! You got Megan. Oh my God! <laughs> this girl, twenty three years old. Like we the same age. She's going crazy. I'm not showing no ten year old. I'm twenty two. Like, I'm twenty two. No, the girls yeah. was twenty. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like she's a grown woman. Like oh my God, you got Megan. I'm gonna listen to it. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like you got that fan base. And I'm and I told you earlier when we was out there. I said there's three things. You already got the looks. Mm-hmm. You got the following. Now the last thing is that make a hit. Mm-hmm. And I'm preaching that make a hit because you know that's when a lot of people take off. So once you feel like you get that mega hit, then it's like. I really think we got a few hits on the EP, but we're going to see what it's going to do. But this EP is going to be, it's mind blowing. Like it's it's a really good one. I'm hoping, I'm praying yeah. when it comes out, I need, to one be, I need to be one of the first ones to know yeah. about this EP. Any last words before we close out? Uh, basically, I just want to thank all my fans and supporters for, you know, just keeping up with me and following me and showing me a lot of love. Uh, thanks to my management team. Uh, yeah, and thank you for having me. I'm really no glad problem. that you asked me to come do this. This was awesome. Yeah, like I said, you know, I try to give you know give people that's doing something positive in the city mm-hmm. has a huge following. They need to get they they mouth. They need to get out there. You know, yeah. they have a mouth. They got to use it. Speak on it. Speak on what they're doing. Their background. Because a lot of people don't know really who you. They just see you as a rapper. Yeah, and just the beautiful girl on social media. You know, so a lot of people didn't know you are. So I feel like this platform could probably help give yeah. you that background. So this was show four of The Real Deal with the Kill. We'll be back Monday.
flow killer, hoes choking. Who that ass fat? Turn around, she a bad bitch. Lay a nigga down, then I give it to him nasty. Looking for a savage, a big, big man, and write my name on it. Would it like my first and it? Okay, on the first day. Nose in my pussy like, yeah. Make it like an AK. Fucking on beat like he Drake, yeah. Smelling like Dolce Gabbana. All of my panties is on Just on my love like Madonna. Fucking with my stallion, made it drop on your man tongue. Get a lot of brand and I leave, let the bell rung. I so low like I'm too cocky. on pussy so good, make a thud nigga sing songs. Everything I drop is a bad bitch thing song. Fuck his brains out, then I tell him put a beat on. Pretty ass bitch niggas wanna put a ring on. Took a bitch spot like a motherfucking seat gone, yeah. Look back while I throw it. Hit the pussy like Dodi. Smack my ass, then choke it. Lift it up, then hold it. Go crazy when I'm on it. He love it, I'm knowing. Trying to hide that moaning. Whose is it? I saw it. With that real shit you want Handle making make you feel How them other bitches don't He was looking for somewhere And he found that super soap Pussy keep a nigga warm Like a motherfucking coat Ay, yeah Ride on that dick like a frog Make it drop down on your balls You need to give me a call I'm trying to lock up your jaws Boy, I look good than a bitch And I stay schooling your chick How was you fucking a leg? Your baby daddy a trick Shit. The shoes, the bag, the nails, the hair, he making it rain on my bitch at the strip. My